again, everyone. I'm your host, Juliana Martins, and this is Behind the Media. Today marks the 11th episode of this show, and if you didn't know, the number 11 has a special meaning to me. Every time I see the number 1111, I make a wish and manifest what I want out of life. I named my company inspired by this saying to ensure whoever works with me that their goals and wishes will be fulfilled. After about four years working with other people in the PR industry, I decided to take a risk and start my own company. I am incredibly proud to be the founder and CEO of 1111 Media Relations. We represent individuals and businesses across various industries like the alcohol industry, e-commerce, lifestyle, entertainment, and beauty. So today, we are going to do something a little different. For our 11th episode, I wanted to give listeners behind-the-scenes insight on what it's like running a media relations company. And since today, I'll be the expert, I'm bringing in a very special guest host for the day. Georgia Connick is a photographer and videographer. She has done work for the Met Gala, Harry Connick Jr.'s album Alone With My Faith, and is recently creating NFTs of her artwork. Not only is Georgia an icon in the industry, she's also my roommate. So with all that said, I'll let her take it from here. Hello. Hello, Georgia. Hello, Juliana. How do you do? I do good. How do you do? How's it over there? I also do. I'm (laughs) faring well over here in our apartment that you are not in. Nope. I am not, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, I miss you. I miss you too. I'm so excited to do this. I know, me too. It's so wild going from like spending every second together and then now we're like not. It's like... (laughs) Are you still there? I know. Hello. Hello. It's me. It's me. That's so funny. It's me, Todd Cranes. Have you seen that Kardashians episode? No, is that bad? No, it's really funny. Oh, God. All right. So Georgia is here with us today to interview me. So I'm really excited to be on the opposite end of this, Georgia. I'll let you take it away. Like the professional first time <laughs> host you are. Yes, I'm a professional. I do this every day, all day. Yeah, no, I'm I'm so excited to interview you. I have so many questions and I just want to know what does a pelvis actually do? Yeah, that is a really great question. And I get asked that more than you would think. So basically in general terms, I would say a publicist really just works with a client to get whatever their key messaging or key goal is out into the universe in front of a large, massive audience to help reach whatever goals they have. So for instance, if a brand has a new launch, like let's say a company is launching a new deodorant and how else are people supposed to know about that or buy that unless everybody knows unless there's some huge media storm surrounding it. So a publicist's job is really to just work with the client, figure out what their KPIs are, key performance indicators, and then really just strategize how to put that into the universe and the best way, whether it's on broadcast, online, via podcast, to just reach a target audience that will hopefully be really receptive to whatever that message is. And then publicists can also just really help with individuals too, whether it's corporate or individual branding, outward image to the public, crisis management, and just really shape what a company's like backstory and messaging is. Love it. Love that. So you had another corporate job before you got into this. So what exactly 
made you quit your job to pursue pursue your own your own field and your own agency? Yeah, so I've always bounced to the beat of my own drum and even working in a corporate environment, it was so so awesome because I learned a lot of structure that I mean, I think everybody needs to start out in a corporate environment that might be controversial, but I think you just really really learn structure and discipline. And I was so happy to learn from experts. I was working with the CEO of my company, vice presidents, with people who were senior executives. And I was really seeing what they did every day and learning from them. And you can't, I mean, I'm not saying you can't, but I personally wanted to have the tools to make myself successful if I one day did want to start my own business, which was always my goal. I always wanted to be my own boss and wanted to create something that really just matches with exactly what I want to do and what I'm passionate in this world. And so I created 1111 Media Relations during the pandemic when I just saw a need for companies and brands and people that couldn't really afford a super, super large agency anymore due to the pandemic, but they still wanted high quality PR work and they still had a message to get out there to the universe. And so I offered a service, a niche service where I could come in and still give them what they needed, but not have a team of 20 and not have them just spending tons and tons of money every month. So I created 1111 Media Relations and now I just get to work with whoever I want, whatever I want. And really the opportunities have been limitless and I can expand into different categories if I want, or I could drop categories if I want. It's really just nice to have that comfort and that ability. I'm so grateful to just be able to do what I want. That's amazing. Yeah, I love that. It's entrepreneur at its finest over here. (laughs) So you have, um, you have people working for you. Um, what is that? What's that like? And how many people actually work for 1111? Yeah. So I have two people that currently work for me. I did have three. We had an awesome intern. Shout out to Jordan Lopresti. She was a recommendation from my friend Gab from New York. And Jordan was so good, but she's in college. So she's gratefully getting the chance to study abroad this year. And so she hopefully will come back with us in the summer. But right now I have two awesome girls working for me, Tatiana and Kate. You might, you might know Kate. Uh, you maybe might know her. Kate I Connick. So. I don't know. Oh, Does yeah. it ring a bell? Uh, maybe a little. <laughs> so Kate is Georgia's sister. I don't know. Yes. I mean, you guys want to know that. Kate's no. Georgia's sister. And <laughs> we started spending more time together. Obviously, as Georgia being my roommate, I spent a lot of time with Kate. And just the things this girl was doing all the time in her regular life, I like pulled Georgia aside. I'm like, okay, Kate's a publicist. Like, Kate <laughs> is PR. Is. Like, Kate what is she is doing? PR. Like, I need this girl on my team. Like, she'll like call somebody <laughs> up and get exactly what she wants within like a two minute conversation. She, oh, when we went to Boston, she just messages us. She's like, um, I've coordinated a hotel stay for us, complimentary. <laughs> we just need to post. And like, Kate, what? Like, please join my team. And so, Kate is um, somebody who's on my team. She's awesome. Tatiana is amazing. She really, really excited to work with these girls and grow the company with them. And I also have projects that pop up and I like to contract people for those. But 
currently right now, day to day, two people on my team. Nice. So what kind of clients do you have? Yeah, that's a good question. It's kind of all over the place. But like I said, the beauty of owning my own company is that I get to work in all these different verticals. And so I love a challenge and I love to not be bored. And and so that's why I kind of like the lifestyle, entertainment, beauty, and e-commerce sector, which is what my clients are in right now. So I have a tequila company. It is so good. It doesn't have any burn. So I love that because it would be really hard to do PR for a tequila that just rips through your esophagus. (laughs) I love this. I love this. (laughs) I don't know why I'm British today, guys. Maybe it's like because I'm being interviewed now. I'm all of a sudden like want this whole new persona. (laughs) I have have a few apps, um, Homebody and Music Swipe. They are really, really fun working with apps. And that's something like I haven't really been in the tech space until recently. So that's a cool challenge. And that's been really fun. I work with a lot of personalities and talent, like an e-network relationship therapist, reality stars, a celebrity dermatologist, and then recording artists and musicians. So like I said, I'm really all over the place, beauty brands, and then I take on projects here and there for experiential events. And for those of you who don't know, experiential events basically just means an event. <laughs> they just put experiential in front of it. It's an experience <laughs> A really ex- like a branded cool event. Any event that's sponsored by a brand that you've gone to is an experiential event. So you run all of these events that these that these brands have that you're working with. Like, do you do that? Does your company do that on its own, or do you have other people that you work with too? Yeah. So we definitely do events. We we do a lot of things. So some of the services. We offer our like securing press hits online, broadcast print, of course. I book my clients on podcasts, TV shows, and get some social media coverage for them. I help coordinate overall brand strategies and guidance, draft internal and external communications materials. And then, like you said, events is a huge part of it. So I do have the capabilities to produce and coordinate and fully run and facilitate events. Now, whether a client wants to take me up on that or not, that's up to them. So you actually worked with them too. Uh, We did that together, Music Swipe. They are so awesome. They do a lot of events. And so some of them I I won't do because they're out of town or it's just something that they're coordinating internally. But then some events like the Avalon Hollywood event we did, I coordinated and facilitated and produced that whole thing top to bottom. And we'll get into that a little bit later. Or we're doing an event in Miami and I'm coordinating that. So definitely do have those capabilities. And then, like you said, if I need extra help or need extra weight lifted, I will reach out to my PR contacts in the industry and just ask if anybody's free for that day or two days and offer them like a day rate to just come help out the team for just for that day. Is all PR good PR, would you say? No, I know that's just such a saying, but I, I don't think so. And I, I mean, you can ask any different publicist and they might have a different perspective. But since I do work with a lot of talent and people... I think PR can be so damaging and something that is always going to follow you and be there if it's if it's a really bad narrative. I do think that in this day and age with everybody getting canceled left and right, like 
shit happens, people make mistakes, and it might get buried a little bit. Like you could definitely overcome some press, but I think that's still going to follow you. Like there's somebody I'm specifically thinking about right now. There's a famous like makeup YouTuber that just has had bad press. And while he's still doing things out there in the universe, that's still something everybody always knows about him. It's something they're always going to know. And it's really going to knock off like a lot of potential brand partnerships he could be getting because that narrative is out there. So like anytime I have a company that wants to partner with an influencer or a talent or maybe another company, the very, very first thing a a good publicist will do is do research on who that personality is because that person is basically going to be endorsing your brand and an extension of your brand or whatever it is you're doing, your event. And so if they have any bad press that pops up, I don't care if it's 10 years ago, you slapped someone in an airport and it you went to jail. You know, that's still something that's going to yeah. be brought up in the report, whether the brand wants to move forward with something like that is up to them. But some things are way more major than that and damaging and, and could definitely stick with you for the long term. Yeah, totally. So what's the difference with working with people versus talent versus brands and products? Yeah. So everybody's different. I love being able to work with products and people. I just, I'm an extrovert. I love, love, love people. And so working with talent is really, really fun because it's always something new every day. We work with talent with a lot of exclusives. So basically those are like interviews with media. So we do a lot of talk shows and video interviews, and it's more of like a thought leadership and opinion angle. And for those who don't understand what thought leadership is, thought leadership is basically, like I just said, like an opinion piece. So it's whatever the talent thinks about something. It's not necessarily a fact. It's just kind of a statement from them and they're kind of owning that space and leading that statement. And so that's something that I love working with in talent. It's fun, exciting. And then with products, it's really, really straightforward. I can pitch them to whatever outlet, whenever. It's pretty consistent. They're not they're not people, so they don't have feelings. You literally just have a picture, you have the details, and you pitch it. There's not really anything new there unless you're promoting like a new launch. Yeah, that makes sense. So what's booming in the PR industry right now? Well, hello. Podcasts are <laughs> huge right now, obviously, since you guys are listening to one currently and we're on one right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Podcasts have just exploded lately. I love working in the podcast industry myself on this show and also with my clients. It's like so fun, so exciting. And that's always something new, too. So that's that is also just to tie it into the question you just asked before. That's something that working with talent does allow the opportunity to, to do all these fun podcast gigs. So recently I've been able to book clients on major podcasts, like some of the top 1% listen to podcasts in the world with Rachel Zoe, Megan Trainer, The Bachelor, Harry Jazzy from Too Hot to Handle. And so there's a lot of really, really cool opportunities there. And 
since podcasts just have such a really ride or die audience, like if you're sitting down there listening to 30 minutes to an hour to even an hour and a half in some case of audio, like you're, you're in it for the long run. You're listening. (laughs) You really care what this person has to say. Thank you guys for caring to what I have to say. (laughs) And it's just a really great to expand the client's reach, especially if that client has a podcast themselves. It's going to be more likely that they'll have some crossover if people like them on, let's say it was Harry Jowsey's podcast, then maybe they'll go and actually start listening to their podcast um, because they love them so much on Harry's podcast. So podcasts are just really cool right now. And there is a lot of opportunity there. And I think there's going to be a lot of growth there. Yeah, podcasts. We we love our podcasts with our road trips. Those are... (laughs) Oh my God, we have to tell them. I didn't even know of any like podcast at all until you really, you really introduced me. Okay. So little antidote here. This is a good one. I'm so glad you brought this up. (laughs) Oh my God. She is an inspiration to us all. So we'll, we'll tell you who she is. I think you guys know who she is. So Georgia and I are a little crazy over here. So I lived in New York City in Georgia, lived in New York for like five years and then was in Connecticut during COVID. And just a little quick backstory on us. We did not know each other really that well at all. We probably no. hung out like three <laughs> times, maybe four if we're like going to. at the to, club. At the club. <laughs> oh my God. What is wrong with us? Like not even like dinner, like straight up just like out. We did so one funny. dinner. And then one was a bar at 5 to 7 a.m., I think. And then one. Yeah, there there was that. And then (laughs) one was like a dinner at Tao Group. So I think those are the only times we hung out. And then I saw you when we were embarking on our road trip. So we decided that COVID sucked and we just wanted to come to L.A. for a month because it's nice weather and we just wanted to get out. You know how it is. So we got an Airbnb for a month and we... Three weeks or so before the trip, Georgia's like, um, do you want to drive there? (laughs) Sure. Why not? Let's do it. Let's do a road trip. So we got in her car and we drove cross country from Connecticut to Los Angeles, stopped in so many fun places in between. And on that road trip, I remember Kate, her sister, right before we left, she's like, what are you guys going to talk about for seven days? And it was in that moment I was like, oh, like, no, oh, I don't like, really know her. Like, <laughs> what are we going to talk about? Like, what, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> and so we did some talking. We did some listening to music. I figured out Georgia hates country music. Problem. Red flag. Sorry. <laughs> and we listened to Call Her Daddy, Alexandra yep. Cooper, Father Cooper. She gave us so many insights so many insights that we had to Google certain insights. Yeah. There was a lot going yeah. on there, but that was Georgia's first really experience into the podcast world was a caller daddy. So I yeah. think this one's a little more tame, but shout out <laughs> to Alex little, Cooper. Just a little more tame, I would say. Just yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Just this podcast world. It's crazy. And I've become obsessed. I love it. I love the idea of like doing stuff, like even just laundry. I'm just listening to my podcast, my 1111 Media Relations, like, you know, just all this good stuff. So can you tell us a little 
bit into the future, a few exciting projects also that you tackled in 2021? Yeah, definitely. So 2021 was a really, really fun year. That was just the first year kind of when the world started getting a little bit back to normal and in-person events and just more opportunities started happening gratefully. So there are three that really were so awesome and that stood out. The first one was one of my really good friends who's actually been on Behind the Media, Lara Yerdolian. She was my client. We did like a fun project-based partnership where she had this awesome collaboration with the singer-songwriter Kesha. And we did like a necklace collaboration and we were really working together. I was brought on to secure top tier press for this, whether it's features, exclusives, interviews with Kesha. And then we did this massive virtual event on Zoom where we had like 50 editors from around the world. They were top editors at Today Show, Good Morning America, New York Times, Forbes. We had huge editors there and Kesha actually was there as well with the wearing the chain, the necklace that she was collaborating with and just being able to work with Kesha and her team and Lara spearheading this all and then getting such great reception in the media. Like we had so many hits. I think I have some reels on my Instagram right now just with like boom, 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 all these features we got. And that was really exciting. And to see that still happening today, like Christmas and happened a month or two back. And we had a lot of gift guides where people that we invited to the event. And I think it was in June, June or July, the people that we invited to the event were still writing about it because they remembered that, like you remember something that cool. So that was really exciting. Music Swipe, who I mentioned, we worked on their event together I produced and coordinated with my friend and industry professional colleague, Christina Boyarski from CMB Media Consulting. She and I just ran this whole event from producing this red carpet concert event. It was a thousand people ended up showing up. We did the VIP guest list and really just made sure everything was amazing. And I had never done an event to that size on my own without like a huge agency backing it. I never even done an event that big at all, actually, not even with a huge agency backing it. Yeah, it was huge. It was huge. (laughs) It was awesome. It was incredible. And to like afterwards, just thinking about running that, I was like, wow, that was truly amazing. And it made me realize like I can do anything I set my mind to if we pulled off an event like that with a thousand people. And it just went so seamless and so well. I We talked about this actually, maybe it was episode three with Christina. I mean, there were a few hiccups, but not anything major. Like it was so amazing. And I love that. And then recently I got to work with a friend, Peter Weber. He was the formal bachelor and he just launched a book called The Adventures of Pilot Pete. And he brought me on to do his whole book launch. So for about a month we did, oh my gosh, so many interviews. He was such a good sport. He's so good in front of the media surrounding his new book. And it's just such like a a good heartwarming book, good messaging. It made so many people happy. And I think so many kids will be inspired from it. So to work on a project like that was really, really fun and rewarding.
amazing. Yeah, that was that yeah, that event, honestly, I was so proud of you. Like that was I was like, that's my roommate. Like she is straight up just running this and I was so proud. I loved it. You did. You were doing videography. Did I get the word right? I, I call her like you a filmographer. <laughs> I got it right. <laughs> that that works. That works. But it no, works. I was like, like see that girl over there? Yeah, she's running it. My roommate and friend. I can't. Well, so you were proud. killing it on the red carpet, <laughs> taking all those videos with the amazing photographer, Kevin Rolden. Yes, he was amazing. He really was. He's fab. Yeah. So who are some of your favorite people to work with? Yes. I kind of mentioned this a little bit. I love working with on-air talent or basically people that are on TV shows and just in the industry. I work with people from the Bachelor franchise, Vanderpump Rules, and I'm constantly in communication with talent from numerous other shows, inviting them to branded events. I like working with these people just because they have the best personalities. They're extroverts like me, and they're really out there. And so it's really fun to be with people that like match your energy that are kind of just like down for whatever, whatever comes their way. That being said, working with honor talent can be hard since they have crazy scheduling conflicts. Emma knows what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> Emma's our producer. <laughs> and since they are just such big personalities, I mean, sometimes heads will butt since we all have big personalities, but I love, love, love working with talent. It's always fun. It's always something new. And I love working with personalities too. Like with the tequila company I rep, I work with the CEO and we just get his messaging out there. And he's like such a fun character to work with. So passionate. So working with people, Dr. Darcy, the relationship therapist, Dr. Graf, the dermatologist, I'm working with people is like really my sweet spot that I really, really love just since they have a personality and it's always something different. Love that. Yeah, you're so good with people. It's, it's amazing to watch. I take all my all my uh my little tips. I'm just like, what would Juliana say in this moment? Like PR Queen over here. <laughs> that's so sweet. I have like True. the emoji eyes that's like the puss in boots eyes. <laughs> Uh, what's your uh what's your dream event if you had to say like if you could produce or be a part of or run this is a really good question so i have always wanted to be a part of experiential events at major music festivals like coachella south by southwest stagecoach because i've gone to those festivals as a regular patron and the atmosphere is just always so fun, so electric, and there's just so many people there too. And so being able to set up an event there, coordinate some kind of event there, like there's just going to be so many eyes on it, so many new people to be interacting with. It's just such a high profile, fun environment. It's not like you're just sitting at your desk at home all day, like you're out there, you're boots on the ground, you're meeting new people, you're listening to music in the background, like whatever it is. And it's just so electric. So I would love to do that. It's always been a dream of mine to walk the red carpet at a major award show with celebrity talent. That's kind of a goal of mine one day is to get those celebrity talent so I can be with them on the red carpet. Like, do say this, don't say this, talk about your new movie, talk about your new song. That's always something I just have wanted to do as a kid. And then I'm just really hoping that I'll manifest some of these opportunities through hard work and hopefully have this time 
to do all of this and make my a name for myself in the years to come. Yes, and you'll get there. You you're you're a freaking powerhouse over there. Like that that will come. I'm not worried about it. It's almost like I, I don't even think that's like the right question to ask. Like what your dream is. It's like what so what are you gonna be doing? Like tell <laughs> me about this because it's happening. It so is like <laughs> So well, I think we'll be on the red carpet <laughs> together. You'll be at the Oscars or Golden Globes directing a movie or a feature film, documentary, whatever it is. And I'll be walking you down the carpet like, Georgia, cool. please say this. <laughs> do not talk about that. I, I think, just need let's that do in it. my life. I need you there <laughs> all the time. I just text you like we're constantly texting. Like, what do I say? Like, can you like conduct a text for me? Oh, we do a lot of text drafting for sure. I mean, you check out we some do. of my texts too. She's the co-author of some of my messages out there and vice versa. It's, it's hilarious. It's so true. You're like, like the, even the punctuation, like it's just odd point. You know, you got to draft these perfect texts sometimes. Like you got to say what you, you really mean. With you, I know that if I'm drafting your text, I can't write out Y-O-U because you don't spell out Y-O-U. You always just use the letter U. So if something Wait, really? says... Things like yeah. I don't even know. Yes. So like <laughs> if I'm drafting a text for like your crush or something, I know I have to like just use the letter U or else they'll know. Somebody drafted this. The <laughs> roommate hilarious. drafted this. Oh my God. <laughs> I bet you have like a like a little thing in your notes, like Georgia, like doesn't use y-o-u like you have to like doesn't say t-t-y-l like so random like does so not do that God. that's a telltale sign guys if she spells y-o-u out it is me this is true this is something that you know the world needs to know because this is you know maybe all the world secrets shouldn't are know this i yeah, know maybe not. I was like, Wait, no I'm, I'm screwed juliana is me if you've ever I'm texted sorry. me if you're ever interested in me it's not me we can all three go on dates together now now that it's out in the open the real me is you (laughs) surprise Uh, that sounds like something from the show you joe goldberg would say the real me is you (laughs) creepy but like so creepers kind of accurate at this in this context so funny so i have a very very um special question okay from a follower on Instagram. So this okay. is a quote. This is not just me getting nervous, not knowing what to say. So quote, <laughs> what do you do for work? All we see if you drinking party like you are a rich kind, end quote. Oh, wow. That is special. It really stood um, out to me. Yeah. It really resonates with me. Yeah. So I think I'm going to paraphrase that. I think this follower was asking, what do I do for work? All we see is you partying and drinking like a rich kid. I would love to. Kind. Rich kind. It sounds (laughs) like something Jamie would say from Outlander. Literally, like misspelled, like I'm speaking it as it is, as it is quoted. Rich You're kind. the rich kind. You are a oh, rich kind. Yeah. I am a I am tell us about as that. a rich kind. I'll <laughs> I'll tell you about my rich kind. So I am really glad that this person asked this because I would love to address this. So PR for people that don't know is 
all about relationships and relationship building. And so through entertaining clients and industry professionals like managers, agents, talent, it's just, it's a really, really big part of the job. And so going to dinners and having drinks with clients is business. It's on the clock business. That's where actually a lot of business does happen. A lot of deals are made out at restaurants, getting drinks, at events with people. And so it's really, it's not me being a rich kind. Um, <laughs> it's it's business. It's entertainment. And people do it in other industries. Like the Goldman Sachs guys, like what do you think their golf trips are for? Like they'll go golfing with clients or salespeople, just really in a lot of different industries, you know, they'll do company dinners, business dinners. At my old agency, we took a lot of editors to get their nails done. So entertaining, client entertaining is really just a part of the job. It's a part of the business. It's a part of a lot of different businesses. And really the thought behind that is that if people get to know you and understand you and meet you in a casual environment or in an environment where you're not just in an office or at their desk, it just leaves an impact and it leaves a mark and it's way more memorable than just sending an email. It puts a face to the name and everybody just wants to work with people that they like. And if, so for instance, if it's you versus another videographer that wants to work with me, like I'm 100% going to go with you versus this other person because I have established a rapport with you. And so that's kind of the goal with these entertaining is establishing a rapport to where maybe they'll pick up your call before somebody else's. Maybe they'll respond to your email faster than they would with somebody else because they see your name and it's like, oh my God, yes, this is the girl I had drinks with three weeks ago. Love her. We had such a good conversation. It was so fun. And you really just want to work with people you like, have that rapport with. And so, yes, to close the loop on that, entertaining is business. Going out to dinners and drinks and nice restaurants, that's not just effing off. Like that is for a purpose and it serves a purpose. And we'll post this quote on Instagram so you can see the exact wording. It's actually hilarious. Thank you so much to whoever asked that. I am glad we cleared that up and I hope that you feel a little bit better about my quote unquote rich kind now. That's so funny. I feel I feel like this is such like it's actually such an important question because as an outsider like I knew nothing about PR. I have no idea. And, you know, you see like from your Instagram and, you know, you are going to these like amazing events and like, you know, meeting cool people and it's all, you know, there's, it's not like it's fake. It has nothing to do with that, but like you genuinely care about your clients and you want to establish this relationship. And I feel like that's, it's actually really important to know because, you know, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes and, it's really about, you know, building that that relationship and trust with someone that you see yourself working working with for sure. Yeah, of course. And once again, the beauty of having my own business is that I get to work with whoever I want. And so that means I actually like the people I work with. And so I want to yeah. spend time with them. That's not in emails. That's not phone calls, strictly business. Like I want to see them for dinner and just get together and celebrate all the great work we're doing and just strategize things for the future and just like get to know them more on a personal level because you do have like more passion for people obviously that mean something to you and and leave a mark and so that's why entertainment and is huge yeah absolutely so what's next from 1111 
Yeah. So I think we've kind of talked about things that I hope to do. And and so I really hope to keep expanding my businesses and bringing on new faces to the team as we continue to grow with the great talent that I already have working with me. I would love to take on more event-related experiential events. When Omicron comes down, I would really, really love to help with activations surrounding large events like the Super Bowl, red carpet season, maybe produce some more red carpets throughout the year, maybe for a movie premiere or a TV series premiere. I would love that. Was interested in doing Sundance this year, but I think that just got canceled. So just stuff like that, like festivals, large events, South by Southwest would be cool. The Grammys one day. So that's what I hope is next for 1111 Media Relations. Hell yeah. (laughs) So random question, but do you relate at all to the character Emily from Emily in Paris? Yeah, I think I do. Are you Juliana in L.A.? I'm Juliana in LA. I'm Juliana all over the place these days. While Emily in Paris, while her job is not PR, it still has a lot of PR aspects to it. So I think she's in marketing, right? I watched the recent season too. Marketing is is a, a big part of PR. And so she's always just ideating cool event ideas, cool innovative innovative ways to shape a brand or a client. And so that really does go hand in hand with PR. It's kind of everything I mentioned above. I help ideate new events, new ways that will get eyes on something. I help think about ways to take a brand and a company to the next level. And so really PR and marketing do work hand in hand. And I consider myself a professional in marketing too. PR is honestly, it's it's under the marketing umbrella. It's just another vertical of it. So press is a part of marketing. It's just putting the brands, I would say it's kind of a similar description too, just getting the brand out there in front of an audience in a positive way. That's marketing. That's also PR. So I do relate. Maybe I relate to her love life too, <laughs> all over the place. And <laughs> um, yeah, you, you can see that. Shout out. <laughs> you know who you are. Um, yeah, I, I do relate to Emily. Love that. Clip you're better, honestly. Thank you so much. Well, Georgia, thank you for taking time to come on the show today and interview me. Maybe one day you can come back and give us some insight on your company and the industry of videography and all the fun stuff you're doing with NFTs. So until then, how can our listeners find you? Well, I am on Instagram mainly. I just opened a a business account for my NFTs. So it's GeorgiaConic underscore NFT. And then that has my uh, my OpenSea platform where I sell my art. And then I have a website, www.thetatumproject.com. And that's all kind of like my portfolio work. Amazing. This has been so fun. And I, I feel like this like wasn't even an interview. I feel like it was just us talking and just, just being up. extra inquisitive <laughs> today. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, just these really specific questions, but... No, I love it. I love learning more about you and how just your brain works. It's, it's, you're such an amazing person and so special and talented. And it's really, it's a blessing just being in your life. And, and I love seeing this, this work part of you too is just so, so exceptional. And I love how people can, can see this part of you too. 
You're going to make me tear up. This isn't supposed to be a crying podcast. <laughs> this is now called Behind the Tears. <laughs> Hello, darkness. My old genius. Friend. Behind the Tears. <laughs> Next episode, join Jordan and Juliana Behind the Tears. Honestly, uh, we should make like an extension of this podcast. Now there's going to be a whole new one called Behind the Tears. People can just call in and <laughs> cry perfect. and we'll cry with them. But it's just crying. It's like an hour of like hysterical crying. You can't understand what anyone's saying. You can <laughs> put it on like... while you sleep. It's like some nice background music. Yeah. Just tears <laughs> for cynical people. Like this can fall asleep to the sounds of tears. <laughs> on that like note, we're machine. unwell. Yeah, on that note, maybe we just <laughs> not. <laughs> thank you so much Georgia we could continue behind the tears strategizing on a different day (laughs) oh my gosh amazing yes thank you so much Juliana thank you for having me on your podcast behind the media is a red rock music podcast and is powered by ACAST I'm your host Juliana Martins our producer is Emma Martins our executive producer is Red Yoakum For more, follow us on Instagram at Behind the Media Podcast. New episodes weekly available wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back next week for another look behind the media.